Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hey, this is me and Sunny coming at you from our, uh, right now we're in the kitchen, right, Sunny? We're taking surveillance of what is going on here. And, well, um, uh, I came up against a wall, a a scrap wall that uh, um, emotionally I had decided I needed to do something about it. And I wasn't, I was making things from it, but I wasn't um, able to make enough things to ever get through the scrap pile. So um, I decided, and also I couldn't see what I had because I had um, defaulted from a nice little tiny scrap box to a bigger scrap box, to a bigger scrap box, to a crate. Um, and, and somewhere in there, there were multiple scrap boxes that got all coalesced into one giant box. Finally, there was so much stuff, I dumped it in a garbage bag and I put it in the garage because I didn't know what to do with it, but I couldn't face the thought of just throwing out all those scraps. So I started a second garbage bag like any logical crafter would, right? Yeah. So now facing two garbage bags full of scraps, good quality, high quality, so precious scraps. I know, I know, right? The hoarder mine. Uh, carries on but seeing great value in every little piece of paper I thought what can I do what can I do how can I how can I uh, make this so it's better better than it was and plus my craft room was starting to get smaller smaller and smaller and smaller because things are starting to get piled up around the corners the edges Um, things are in bags and boxes on the floor and they're starting to creep in the walls are creeping in the walls are creeping in and something needed to be done okay so I got this crazy idea that I uh, would come over and I would grab a bag and I would face the bag and I would say to myself, hello scrap bag, giant scrap garbage bag, you big, big monster of a bag who needs something done with you. And as I'm looking through, I'm like, oh, I just love this little piece. Oh, I could do so many things. It's like a little tape that goes off in my head. And there's great value in that, learning how to use things that we have and not constantly going out and buying things. And I have gotten much better at that. So um, uh, there has to be some credit given somewhere, but still it does nothing to deal with the bags that are, are encroaching upon my existence, Sonny's existence, Papa's existence. Something must be done. So. I decided uh, I was going to tackle a bag. So I looked in it and I grabbed a big pile and this required, of course there was too much stuff on my craft desk to work in there. I had to come into the kitchen and take over the kitchen and um, I decided to pull out giant armfuls of scraps and put them on the kitchen counter and then subdivide them into categories. And then the great question which always comes up is how are you going to subdivide into categories? What categories are you gonna subdivide them into? Are you gonna go by size? Are you gonna go by shape? Are you gonna go by color? Are you, what are you gonna do? Well, finally when all the dust settled, I settled on type. Yes, because 
I felt like I had some really high quality scraps in there, which I wanted to separate. And those are little bits of uh, antique and vintage ephemera, such as little pieces of old, um, you know, general store ledger or old handwriting envelopes and um, letters and things like that that I, I personally cherish greatly. And I want to save those little pieces. And then next comes very old um, on antique and vintage cool books that have really uh, neat writing on them, gothic style writing, maybe writing in different languages, things like that, um, old business paper, you name it, uh, just like stuff that I was like, oh, I would die. <laughs> like, okay, I wouldn't die. But oh, I'd be mortified if I just tossed those out because they have so much potential for a junk journal. Okay, so then, oh, got to plug back in my... Computer, very important, very important. See, things run amok. And there's stuff all over the place. We don't know what's going on. Okay, there we go. We're back plugged in. Um, so, okay, what I settled on was type. So here are the types that I've subjugated these things to. And this may not be the final type buckets, but here it is. Okay. To the far right, we have what I call the, t- the category of hard things. Yes, this would include... Um, pieces of file folder and harder pieces of scrapbook paper which are stiff in nature or things that I made or half made that are very stiff in nature Um, so sometimes if I need a little thick something you know what I mean then uh, that will be that category I don't know if these categories are going to make sense in the long run and if I'll pull and draw from them in that way but at least uh, what I have noticed is that the bag is deflating, so that's good. Now, okay, the second category beside that, beside hard things, is um, cutie paper that is not like the other paper. So what is what falls into that category, Pam? That's kind of um, vague. Uh, well, to me, it means wallpaper, gift wrap. Um, what else have I got in here? Wallpaper and gift, uh, pretty much wallpaper and gift wrap. So it's kind of like a, this other category. Um, uh, that sort of got formed out of those. We have a little pile of those. Then I have a pile of uh, piano paper beside that, and that's kind of snuggling up very close to the extra special old ephemera papers. So it's kind of in that same category because those are very old, old as well. Um, oh, yeah, you are part of that very special category. Go over there. Go over there. Okay, okay we're over. We're over. All right, then... I had a, this is a large category, but oh, I, these are, these are, these are so handy, yet I'm drowning in them and I need, I, I need and want to make things with them, but I can't find them or they're getting all destroyed because they're all in this bag of scraps. And that, those are the end strips, uh, cutoff strips, these long, thin strips of multiple kinds of beautiful papers that happen when you're making junk journals because we tend to cut off the ends or the sides, something like that, and these pieces amass. So what I decided to do, this kind of came in handy. I have a bunch of uh, these uh, old player piano roll uh, boxes. They have tops and bottoms, and they fit perfectly, these long strips. Plus, they're easy to kind of look look through, and um, you can fit quite a bit in one. And I have... uh, a large collection of these. Now, if you didn't have those, I know, you know, not everybody has uh, player piano roll boxes, um, but I would consider something like, you know, they have those long, thin things for drawer organizers. That would work as well, too. You can get those at the Dollar Tree or at Hobby Lobby or what do you have on your nose? You've got something on your nose. Come here. Can I remove it? 
Yes, it's a piece of paper. Oh, it is. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, uh, so that is that has gone on there, and that has helped. So then the next category is plain paper. Then this really is helping because it's blank paper, but it's all different kinds. It's the in the first few couple pages of old books, last couple pages of old books, old hand-dyed paper, um, just anything that's plain, that's soft, that's not hard, but is all in one pile. So that's going to be when I need a, a like a blank background or something like that, or maybe I need some lined paper to place on a journal page so that I can uh, somebody can have some space to write. I think that's going to be the solution for that. Seems to be an easy grab and go. We shall see. I have these grand plans, you know. They can go, they can go up and smoke in like a second. Um, which, not to mention, this could be a bit of a fire hazard if you let it get to this point in life. Okay, so then the last pile is what I call um, uh, cutie book pages, pretty book pages. Now, this would be, I guess, you could also. I have to go through this again, but mostly it's not as important to me. But it is book page uh, scraps. <clears throat> that really do can be used for so many things um, if I just knew that they were there. So instead of constantly reaching for a new book page, I have a lot of old book pages that have already been pulled out. Um, maybe I have half the book page or a corner was torn off or something like that. But it's perfect, perfectly good book page. Nothing wrong with that. And often you don't use the whole book page. You use part of it. So you end up with these little pieces, right? And, um, okay. I'm cleaning as I go here, trying to do a double task. So, yeah, I went through my mail this morning. Do I need to sign up for AAA again? Probably. Let me save that. <laughs> not like I really go anywhere, but... Um, okay, well, well, we'll just consider that. It's not due till September. We can wait. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, those are the categories. Now, I would say... Uh, oh, 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 okay. So, then the, the next big thing is, all right, well, what do you do with all the little incidentals that really have no purpose, have no home, but they are paper, and what are you going to do with them? So I had this idea to make some paper clay, and um, so what did I need? I needed scrap paper, so I've got a, um, that I don't mind destroying, and what I have is a big old pot sitting in the sink, and I am throwing little tiny bits of paper in it. And as I'm going through and throwing little bits of paper that I'm not going to use anymore in there, I'm uh, being sure that there's no threads or material that go in there because that will uh, cause a problem with anything that I use to blend this with, whether it be a blender or a stick blender or something like that. We don't want that in there. So being mindful, and I do have some strings in my scraps, um, so I have to be very mindful of that. So as long as I'm careful with that, everything I hope should be okay. I've never made paper clay before. I've made uh, paper from paper scraps, but never paper clay. So, whoop, there's a piece of braille. Gotta get that out of there. Give me a special paper. Yep, see that happens all day long here. Going to the pot and then returning because the eye catches something very special and back we go. Yeah, all day long. Okay, so I think I'm gonna need a new pot. Um, but I started uh, soaking it, and um, I just want to get it really soaked well so it's easily to, easy to blend. So I just tore it into small pieces and let it soak. Now I've got this big... The good thing about this clip, uh, uh, paper clay, if this all works... Uh, yes. um, 
uh, paper clip in there. That's not good. Okay. Um, is you can strain it, squeeze it, and freeze it if you're not ready to complete the mission. And I think that's where I'm, I, where I am. So I'm going to uh, strain it, squeeze it, and freeze it. And uh, we'll just see where this all takes us. Yeah, who knows where this will go in the long run of life. But um, I'm hoping to record this as well so you can see the creation of the paper clay. I haven't made it yet, so I want to I wanna make it and see how it comes out to make sure that I, I can even make it. And uh, if that goes well, then I will show you guys what I did. Um, and I thought this might come in handy for um, designing things on the front cover. Um, if I can make it strong enough so that it can, you know, handle a little, little whack every now and then. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. It's in the process. We'll see if, how this all pans out because there's no shortage of paper scraps around here. And that way I will have technically put everything to good use. And, uh, oh, another thing, I, I do have a subcategory over here. I forgot. Um, book spines, old book spines when I'm gutting books. Uh, sometimes I just use the covers and I don't use the spine. Maybe it's the wrong size or something like that. And I have a nice collection of those and I have made... Um, bookmarks out of those before so that was a lot of fun so I'm definitely now that I have them all in a collection it would be easy just to make a bunch of bookmarks from those because there they are all together happy peppy um, yeah so that's that's how it's going that's how things are cruising here's another pretty piece of paper I should say that of course of course where, where do you go you go here okay you have direction all right let me just continue to fare oh see there's another pretty piece of very old paper um, all right, I am going to make some strides here and throw some papers in this big bag that are destined, destined, I tell you, for the uh, paper uh, pot. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to save that paper, too. That's a cute one. Okay, no, let it go, Pam. Let it go. It's all right. Okay, but there's more little strips. I know. I know. They're so handy, too. You can make the cutest little notebooks or um, with those long strips or make beautiful... Um, you know, kind of like uh, glued together papers, which are so pretty, so pretty. Uh, I, I actually enjoy that process. It's very zen-like, but sometimes I don't always have those those uh, strips gathered together, and I think that's what slows me down in that world. So now I'm going to have my strips gathered, and there's nothing like life when your strips are gathered. It's really good at that point, and things can happen. So, I mean, maybe this is a, an exercise in futility. That's possible. Maybe it's just going to end up the way it was before because I get all this organized and I'm going to start again. And then we'll just come up with plan F, right? That's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes around here. It may go that way in your house too. I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, we are going to give it our darndest and feel good about using every little thing so it doesn't end up in the, in the garbage or in the um, landfill. And then... Um, if we make paper clay and we have fun at that, who knows where that could lead, right? Uh, so lots of possibilities. Oh, these are really pretty. See, it's a good thing I ferreted through here. Yeah, that's what I tell myself all the time. Um, oh yeah, there we go. Look at that one. There's another pretty one. Look at old French manuscript paper. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's very nice. Um, okay, stop looking so closely, Pam. Put some, put some in the big bag. Okay, doing that. I did, uh, I have a few little other subcategories, but they really don't make any sense, and they're probably going to get, sorry, I walked away from the phone, they're um, going to get merged into the big, the bigger categories for completeness. What's that? Oh, fabric, yeah, look at that. I have a little fabric stash here, too. That's another pile. Um, there's a lot of piles, let me tell you. Piles upon piles. All right, oh, one last thorough look through, and then we throw out, okay? That's what we're doing. 
Yeah, here we go. Be, be, be rigid, Pam. Just go forth and it's okay to throw some stuff out. I know, I know. Um, it can all be used for, but if you make paper clay out of it, you are going to use something. Boy, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to build the, um, like Michelangelo's David or something out of all this in order to have it happen. But the good thing about the, the when you blend the scrap paper down, um, number one, it's easier on your blender if you, if it's very soaked first. So it'll be much easier on your blades and the motor of whatever you're using. Um, when you squeeze it down, it almost disappears to nothing. So it looks like you have this big pot of stuff, but when you strain it with a cheesecloth or with a, like a flour sack, tea towel, something like that, it will wring out to basically nothing. And then just put it in a little Ziploc baggie, label it, don't eat, <laughs> and toss it in the freezer for when you're ready because you can just um, uh, put it back in a little uh, like low pot of water and it'll, it'll just uh, soften up. Actually, I don't even think you have to use the water, just let it soften up. And uh, well, I'll tell you more about that when I make it because I haven't made it. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. What do you, what do you, what, you want a snack? Oh, somebody wants a snack. Okay, what's it going to be this morning? A little sweet pea? You want a sweet pea? Come here, honey. Here's a sweet pea. Here you go. Here you go. Go get it. Sweet pea. Yay, mom, sweet pea. That's his uh, favorite little breakfast snack. Well, maybe it's not his favorite, but I toss him a sweet pea in the morning to clean the teeth. And, uh, yeah, for my, my little dog, Sunshine, he, uh, he, you know, doesn't like to have his teeth brushed, but... Mama knows that it's important to get those teeth clean, so sometimes we use carrots or apples or sweet peas or um, things like that. I'm rinsing out Holly's bowl right now. Gotta go feed the animals. That's kind of my, my duty in the morning. Go around and feed the animals. All right, come on with me. We'll feed the animals. We'll get Holly some water. Um, usually he'll start if I'm in the kitchen and I, I haven't gotten him his breakfast yet. He'll let me know. <laughs> Under no uncertain terms, he will let me know and um, I have to get to it. And thank goodness he reminds me sometimes because every once in a while I can get distracted, but he is full audio, right? Hey mom, I need my breakfast. Where's my breakfast? Okay, there's your water, son. Here we go, let's get your breakfast. Okay, what would you like today? Okay, go in the fridge. Maybe a little baby carrot. Maybe a little sweet pea, he'd probably like that too. And a little baby, we have those little tiny tomatoes. And um, those are big favorites of his. Oh, the big kicker is a couple of grapes. Oh my God, he'll he'll give his he'll give his second eyeball for a couple of grapes. Okay, we have that. And then we do. And he has his kibble all day long, so you know, you gotta have kibble. Everybody needs kibble, right? <laughs> Probably not. Um, but I'll get him a few little nuts here. He likes nuts. Okay. All right. There we go. There's your favorite nut collection. And then he's good. He's like pretty happy. Oh, he went to the vet. I don't know if I told you, but yeah, he went to the vet and everything is fine. He was all checked out and um, he's been going to the same vet for, I don't know, 15 years. And uh, we just love, love our vet. And there's not very many um, vets in town that take care of birds. So he went to the spa and he got his wings trimmed and his toenails trimmed and his beak trimmed and he's much more docile now. I think that life is good, right Holly? Yeah, okay. And the loveys are very good. Happy and Leonardo, here we are. Let's get you guys some water. Gonna do this one-handed. Now, gotta close the cage before you go fluttering off. Okay, here we go. Um, so yeah, this is like, like the life of a crafter. You get up 
and you ask yourself, oh, what would I like to create today? And then you think about your daily schedule and you think, oh yeah, wait, I can't do that because I got to do this and this and this and this first, <clears throat> which is part of life, right? We all do those this and this and this things. And uh, so feeding the animals is an everyday thing. Yes, must be done. All right, just rinsing out the lovey's bowl, getting some fresh water for them. And there you go, lovey's. Um, so that's my day. That's, that's what it's panning out to be. So I'm, I'm hoping, hoping, I thought I was going to be able to blow through that one bag fast, but it looks like I got through about half the bag. And, well, I kid you not, that was at least a couple hours work. Um, and, I'm, and I still have another half bag to go, plus another bag. So that's, you know, I'm not going to do the second bag right now. Maybe I'll put it in the garage. Um, but let me get through the first bag and just see how this plan goes. And if it goes well and things become more functional, then I will proceed and do the second bag. I think that would be a good idea. And if the paper clay turns out to be a viable option for the little tiny scraps, then so be it. You will become paper clay, you lovely paper you. And um, that will be the plan. So those are the machinations around here today. Um, just finished uh, making a whole bunch of um, writer's journals, which have all sold. Thank you very much for everybody who purchased a bundle set. And uh, those have already been taken to the post office and shipped. And um, continuing to make fundals. Fundals are collections of old ephemera, fun papers, old papers, uh, just interesting papers to use for junk journals if you're interested in those. And you pop over to my, um, my Etsy shop and you see some there, feel free to grab them. Um, if they empty out, it just takes time for me to recreate some. So um, if you see some loaded, they are uh, prepared and ready for shipment. If you don't see the link there at all that says uh, fundals, that's with an F, um, then I just don't have any assembled at that time. So, um, but come back and check again because some uh, will hopefully pop back in there. And what else? Let's see. Um, oh, if you haven't signed up for my monthly email newsletter, it's free. You get a free digital image emailed to you monthly and um, a note from the book maker, a checklist of supplies, uh, junk journal tips and updates from me at the paper outpost, things that are going on. And uh, come and join our Facebook group. We're having fun doing weekly and monthly challenges and seeing what you guys make from these videos. Um, very nice people, friendly over there, lots of ideas and inspiration, and you're certainly welcome to just join and lurk. Um, if you join, make sure you answer the four questions and then agree to the rules, and then you will be automatically uh, signed up. So, what else? Um, um, oh, I have an Amazon shop. If you're looking for favorite tools and supplies that I use that you see in the videos, you will likely find them in there. And... I have uh, vintage digital kits uh, in my Etsy shop if you're looking for uh, cool images gathered together in certain categories and all in one place. There's five full pages um, of each kit and you can go ahead and just purchase, um, uh, download them and print them out at home at will. You can uh, print them out as many times as you like. Once you purchase, you own that kit. Um, and it is always stored for you on Etsy, so if you, in case you can't find it where you put it on your computer or, or iPad or phone, it is always, you can go and retrieve it from Etsy anytime. Um, what else? Um, oh, I have a podcast. If you haven't listened, oh, yeah, well, duh. <laughs> oh, okay, now that's silly. Anyway, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, and I think that's pretty much it. So we will talk to you soon. I got to get to that scrap pile. It's looking at me. It's all over my kitchen counter, so nothing happens in here until Mama completes the mission. So I hope you're having a good 
organized, scrappy, crafty day. And uh, big hugs from all of us. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Till next time.